Welcome to Coaching Kids Curling, a podcast for youth curling coaches and program organizers. I'm Glenn Gabriel, a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. My mission is to give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. The month of May is designated Asian Heritage Month in Canada. In this episode, I share a story about being a BIPOC coach in the sport of curling. Recently, I was on Facebook, reading through a couple of curling-related groups. I saw a post with a video essay from the Canadian sports network, Sportsnet. That video was called, How We Can Make Curling a Truly Diverse Game. In this four-minute video essay, several BIPOC curlers, curlers who are Black, Indigenous, and people of color, shared their stories about their experiences in curling. In some cases, those experiences were not positive. As a Filipino-Canadian curling coach, this isn't news to me. But when I scrolled down the comments, I took particular notice of one of them. Quote, Curling is open to everyone. Every club advertises it. Show up. Unquote. I shook my head. I asked myself, Are you kidding me? Then I got angry. And now, you might ask yourself, Why did I react that way? Why did I let a Facebook comment affect me so much? And why am I leading an episode of my podcast with this? The short answer is that the comment I read is basically blaming BIPOC Canadians for their lack of participation in curling. I can't speak for the writer, but here's how I translated that comment. If you'd only get off your butt and get into a club, you'll discover how friendly we are and how awesome our sport is. Well, you can probably tell from the tone of my voice what I think of that. But this isn't the first time I've seen comments like this. Whenever someone posts about the lack of diversity in curling and the need to improve it, I see some version of the following argument. We've never blocked anyone from joining us. We're a friendly bunch of people. Everyone's welcome. We can't help it if people don't want to join us. Maybe this sport isn't for them. There seems to be a defensiveness, an unwillingness, to acknowledge an uncomfortable truth. Curling facilities have not always been the most welcoming places, especially when it comes to BIPOC Canadians. Let me share a personal story. I started curling in 2003, when I was 30 years old. Two years later, I decided to take my first coaching course. For more than 15 years, I attended a lot of curling courses, workshops, and conferences. But it didn't take long for me to notice one thing. At many of these events, in many of those clubs, I was the only brown person there. It was so obvious that my then-girlfriend and I had a running joke. Sometime during the event, I'd call her up and say, Guess what? I'm the only brown person here. 
Then we'd have a chuckle about it over the phone. It's not like we didn't know that curling was a predominantly white sport. Still, there was something unsettling to me about the whole situation. I'd take a look around at my fellow coaches and curlers, and while everyone was friendly and treated me well, I would still ask myself, what's wrong with this picture? And why aren't there more people like me around here? And I'd even ask myself, is this the right sport for me? Now, let's get back to the original question from the Sportsnet video. How can we make curling a truly diverse sport? I'm far from an expert in this field, but I think we're going to have to approach this problem on multiple fronts. There isn't a single solution. It's going to take lots of them. The good news is that lately, there's been plenty of work done in this field. Here are some of the groups that are working on this. Curling Canada, USA Curling, the Global Initiative for DEI in Curling, Goldline, the Black Rock Initiative, and there's even a Business of Curling Symposium happening in Niagara Falls this month, with the goal of increasing participation of underrepresented populations. What do they all have in common? All of them have acknowledged that curling can do a much better job when it comes to welcoming BIPOC newcomers to our sport. So please, don't dismiss what BIPOC curlers and coaches are saying about our experience in the sport. If we're telling you that the sport has been unwelcome to us, believe it. We love curling. And we believe, given the chance, others like us will love the sport too. But, we have to make our spaces more welcoming for all people. There's still a lot of work to be done. If you're a supporter of this podcast, I encourage you to follow our Twitter account, which is the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. One more time, the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. I'll also have that Twitter handle listed in today's show notes. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To follow the podcast for free, visit our website, coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music is Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.